Welcome to the Nole Family Podcast, a podcast dedicated to Novak Djokovic, tennis star, philanthropist, humanitarian, great family man, and all-around role model. And of course, to the Nole Family, the worldwide network of fans who support Novak and cheer him on to greater heights, both on and off the court. And of course, share that information, all the great things that he's doing across social media and across the world. We come to you on a Thursday, another rousing victory for Novak against John Millman. This was a straight set victory, but not quite as easy as the score may have seemed. Uh, certainly in this one, Novak fought both the elements and the opponent, and he was victorious. We'll move on to the semifinals to face Kanish Shikori. Uh, if we walk through the match, it was interesting. Once again, it, it reminded me very much of the first match, the first round match that Novak played this week, in the sense that uh, Novak struggled through the first set. Uh, he looked good coming out, uh, started off strong, but somewhere late first set, early second set, he started to lose his wind. The elements really seemed to start affecting him, as it has a lot of the players, and we'll talk more about that in a little bit. But I thought Novak weathered that storm well, and I thought certainly John Millman missed some opportunities, I think, late in that first set. We'll walk through this match one set at a time, but I thought he really had some opportunities late first set and early second, and some bizarre happenings on the court as well. Uh, a lot of the, the issues that are coming up at the U.S. Open this year have to do with the heat issues and how the players deal with them and how the umpires interpret those rules. But I think you can say there's been a lot of inconsistency in the way they've interpreted the way things should happen, what is and is not allowed. Uh, but looking at the first set, I thought Novak got off to a fantastic start. I thought when he was, you know, felt like he was comfortable, he really moved John around the court very well. His his Ground strokes were very precise and accurate. He was getting the best of the long rallies in that first set uh, because he was just more precise and more consistent in hitting the, his spots. Uh, got off to a quick 3-0 lead. Uh, at 4-2 and at 5-3, Novak had to love 30. And I thought, this is where I thought John really missed some opportunities. Um, both of those games, again, up, uh, Novak struggling at love 30. I thought um, you could see at 30-all in that 5-3 set, uh, game, he was really bent over. Um, you know, he had a net court after a long point that looked like he had the advantage and, and hit one into the net. A couple of times he had easy putaways and hit balls into the net when he was trying to make a, an easy volley. I thought a lot of that was fatigue and the elements affecting affecting Novak. Um, but I think, you know, once Novak got that to the edge uh, there, to the ed end of that set, he was able to hold on. Uh, he was taken to deuce at 5-3 and, and also had the given moment had an, an a break point in that game as well, but Novak was able to to hold off and win that first set 6-3. And I thought that really represented an opportunity that John missed where he could have maybe changed the complexion of this match. And then once again, early in the second set, um, you know, he had Millman to love 40. He had a couple of chances to, to break through Millman early in that set and missed. And it was kind of an exhausting game. Uh, once again, he missed an easy volley in early in that set, um, the first game of that set. And, you know, I think Novak really looked vulnerable at that point. I think you could see those early, that not breaking through and getting that break early in that set really caused him fatigue. He had a, long, a lot of long rallies, and the heat started to get to him. I think you saw his wife certainly yell, and I was really uh, showed some concern for his health, I think, at this point. Uh, he had some uncharacteristic double faults. He was hitting some first serves at 95 miles an hour. I think he was really exhausted once it got to, he was down you know, love won in that, in that set. But I think, uh, you know, he was a, a couple, one time he nearly fell down after hitting a shot off balance. Um, I thought he was, you know, he had his knees bent. Um, he kind of, kind of, you know, went down to a squat position to try to catch his breath at one point. But he battled through that. I thought at, at, 
you know, Novak serving 1-2 and 30-all. Uh, Milman had an unforced error. Again, I think that was a spot where Milman probably could have broke through and, and made something happen. Um, and I think another sign of the fatigue, you saw Novak on the season, he's converted 41% of his breakpoint opportunities. And in this set, in this match, he was absolutely horrible. And I think once again, I really, I think that was really a, 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 an outcome because of the, the, the elements getting to him. I think he just really didn't have the energy that he really needed in most spots in this. It became a little bit mental at, two at one, in one point. But I thought some bizarre happenings, though, on the court. At two all in that second set, the, you know, again, the, the elements were so bad. The, the, the sweating of these guys have been so bad through this tournament. Uh, I thought John Millman asked for a break. He came over to Novak and said, look, I really can't, can't play under these conditions. It's too wet. My, I have to change my clothes. I can't really even function. The balls are wet. There's sweat on the court. And Novak graciously said, look, that's fine. If you need a change, I, I could use the break. So Novak basically sat on the court with his shirt off and tried to regroup and you know, take a little break from the elements while you know, uh, you know, Millman was changing his kit, as they say, changing his outfit. And I really think at two all, that, that really helped Novak get his win back faster. I, th I think certainly you would have to assume that at some point in time, Novak would regain his win and get his strength back. But I think it happened a little bit sooner because of that break at two all. And I think that's when, you know, really I think Novak started to, to turn this thing back, back in his favor. Um, again, Millman had, had a four, it was 4-4 four, four in, this, in this second set. Um, you know, Millman had a double fault at Love 15. He had his unforced error at 15-30. Um, you know, he had an unforced error at Deuce. And then he double faulted for the break point at 4-all. So that really gave Novak the advantage at 5-4. And Novak was able to close out that second set. So, again, I think it was a kind of a combination of Novak starting to feel the elements late in that first set. And Millman had a chance to break him, get it back on serve. Didn't really capitalize there. And then early in the second set when, when Novak was really worn down, I thought Millman missed some chances, got sloppy with his play. Maybe Millman was more fatigued than we realized. I think, you know, maybe Novak just shows it more at times. Um, but Millman was certainly feeling the elements as well. And he, he, he failed in those opportunities and allowed Novak to take control of the match once again. Some additional bizarre happenings on the court, I thought. You know, there was um, Novak got an early break in the third set at one all. It was able to take a 3-1 lead. Um, Novak at 2-3. He finally was, was noticed, you know, warned for a clock violation at 30-all. And then at 30-40, he was giving a penalty, a fault, of course, which means he had to go to a second serve. And Novak, you know, was really disgusted, seems kind of, you know, to be acting out in protest. He lost that game, was broken at 3-all. Um, and then 3-4, the next game, Millman won pretty easily. But uh, once they got to 4-4, Novak got the break again. So, you know, 15 uh, at 15, Love, he got a f f phenomenal backhand down the line. There was an 18-shot you know, uh, rally where Ar the broadcaster, the cuddle analyst, uh, his name is Jimmy Arias, a former tennis player, you know, he said there was an 18-shot rally where Novak didn't hit the same shot over again. It was 18 completely different shots. And I thought when the match was on the line at 4-4, when Novak needed another break to close out that third set, I thought Novak was spectacular once again. He really showed the different array of shots that he has. And as was noted during the broadcast, I think, you know, Millman likes a ball that comes in kind of flat, comes in consistent. And I think that's where Novak's, you know, the, really the diversity of his shots really comes into play. He was able to vary his shots and keep his opponent off guard. And I think just that little bit of, you know, variety in his shots it allowed Novak to really win that, that point 
win that game and break serve there. And, and of course, that put him at 5-4 where he was able to pretty easily close out that set. So you look at John Millman, a, a very game competitor, a guy who has a lot of energy, who competes in the rallies, and, and is really well acclimated to the elements. He's, you know, he's, he's Australian and lives in Brisbane where those elements are pretty extreme as well. But uh, again, Novak was able to overcome the elements and the opponent. I think it looks like the forecast for Friday for the semifinals is going to be a little bit cooler. So hopefully the elements will be a little bit better for his match against Kei Nishikori. Of course, the winner there will take on the winner of uh, Del Potro and Nadal will be the championship. So Novak certainly has a strong record against Nishikori, 14-2, and two, I believe, uh, all time. But he has lost to Kei in this setting. In the, in the semis in 2014, Kei Nishikori did beat Novak and went on to play Marin Cilic, where he lost to Cilic in the finals. So uh, Novak looking good. We're certainly starting to see when he is not affected by the elements, he's certainly starting to round into the, his game into the shape, so I, the shape that we've all seen when he was at his best. So I think it, unless the elements become so overwhelming, I think Novak should be still a favorite to win this, this, uh, this championship, but he's got two tough matches certainly coming up to do so. Uh, with regard to the elements, I mentioned the inconsistency in the way these, you know, these penalties Rulings are interpreted by the different uh, umpires. I think that's disappointing. I also think there is certainly something to the changes they made to the stadium to put the retractable roof in that is a lot, you know, that has really stifled the airflow. And, and certainly, I think the U.S. Open is going to have to do something before next year's tournament about addressing that issue. They've tried to do some things, keeping some doors open and, and such, to try to let that, you know, that airflow through there. But something mechanically has happened here, and I think they're going to have to reach out to some. You know some ventilation engineers and talk about what they can do to change things here and also again the the interpretation of the rules maybe getting these players some fans for the breaks uh some things that will allow the the, the best tennis players to shine i mean you, what you really want is guys feeling comfortable enough about the elements that the best tennis players can win and that's what we hope to see eventually and finally, before I close out today's podcast, I wanted to notice, you know, certainly we, we noticed that Novak seems to get a, a, a biased treatment from the press relative to some of the other tennis stars at times. And I try to stay away from that discussion because I certainly think, uh, you know, you want to stay positive all the time. But I just have to mention this. I know Roger Federer was feeling the elements uh, in his match against Millman in the previous round. But, you know, Novak... I think if, if he would have said something that Roger said at the end of that tour, in, in that press conference, Roger said, you know, I was dealing with the elements, couldn't get my air. At some point, I was just happy that this match was over. And I really thought that was a really telling statement. I really I think if Novak would have said something similar, you know, he would have been painted as such a quitter, a guy who doesn't have the competitive spirit. And I was really surprised at how that statement coming from Roger wasn't really jumped upon more by the press because I thought that was really, for, for a tennis player at his level to admit, I just wanted the match to be over. Number one, it certainly speaks to the, the extreme elements they're playing in, but I think it would it, a statement like that, while understandable in those elements, I think would have been v treated very differently had they come from, from Novak. So, uh, but again, our guy is able to fight through it, fight through the elements, fight through the opponent, and move on. We certainly feel about where this could take Novak. I think he's up to number four in the world in the rankings now, uh, at a minimum, you know, coming out of this tournament. And I think you look at how this could set up for the, you know, the, late in the season. Novak, if he can win here, that certainly gives him two Grand Slams in a row. 
leading to the next Grand Slam in Australia in January, where he has certainly excelled. I believe he's 6-0 and in the finals there. when He's tied for the all-time lead in championships with six of those championships at the Australian. Australian. So you can certainly see a scenario where if Novak can win here at the U.S. Open in New York, could win three consecutive and go into the French Open looking for that four consecutive slam uh, you know, feat that he already accomplished once. So, again, a lot of tennis to be played before then, but our guy is certainly rounding into shape. want to give a shout-out once again to the Nole family out there on Twitter, in particular Novak India fans. They're running a contest where you can win some some Novak Djokovic signed cards. So, so certainly go look at all the uh, the requirements and enter into that contest. It would be certainly a, a great memento, a great uh, souvenir from, from Novak. So we'll talk again soon. We'll have the semifinals with Kay Nishikori coming up on Friday, and we'll talk to you again. Of course, the finals will be in the, the mid-afternoon uh, New York and Eastern time in the United States on, on Sunday. So we'll, we'll hopefully we'll have a good outcome, and we'll have another great podcast on Sunday evening, uh, you know, applauding our champion for another great victory. So until the, the semifinal round, we'll talk to you again soon. This is No Lay Family Podcast.